today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. There's another situation I wanted to address here that's been ongoing for quite some time, and we've talked about it in, in uh, very superficial terms about the people that are impacted by COVID-19 uh, and because of shutdowns and because of some, uh, some concerns raised about spread, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and that includes people that are dealing with cancer. And uh, obviously, those are people with a pre-existing condition. That's stating the obvious, to be sure. Uh, but there seems to be a bit of a disconnect with the vaccination rollout and, and treatments, etc. cetera. Uh, so I wanted to bring our good friend, Dr. Bill Evans, uh, on to talk about this. Uh, Dr. Evans, of course, is with the Cancer Assistance Program. Uh, and, of course, uh, you've listened to his shows here on CHML, of course, on the weekends. Uh, doctor, great to have you back in the program. Hope you're doing well these days. I am, Bill. Good to be on the program. Let's, let's talk a little bit about what's happening here, Bill, and the concern. And, and maybe we'll, we'll start with the vaccination program. I mean, I would have thought, just from what I'm hearing from our elected officials, uh, that when they talked about people with pre-existing conditions that, that need to be bumped up near the top of the list when we start inoculating people, uh, that cancer patients should be right there at the top of the list. Is that happening? Well, it's not, actually. Um <clears throat> You touch on a controversial issue, Bill, right off the bat. I just recently reviewed the national guidelines, and a lot of other preconditions are listed, but not cancer. And yet we are concerned that cancer patients may be at higher risk of getting sick for obvious reasons. Um, They're often older, so they may fall into just the category of older age and and get uh, called up for vaccination on the basis of that. But they're on treatments that uh, depress their immunity, and in fact, the disease itself may uh, be lowering their immunity, such as if you have a uh, type of blood malignancy, a leukemia, a lymphoma, that sort of thing. Your immune system is not as good, and therefore you're more vulnerable to getting the, the virus, and if you get it, to having a more serious infection. So I really do think that uh, priority should be given to, uh, to cancer patients, along with a lot of other comorbidities. And I think we'll get there, but it's not a bad idea to wave the flag a little bit for, for the oh, absolutely. population. Well, that's what surprised me about that, because as you mentioned, I mean, the treatment itself uh, lowers uh, people's ability to fight off other viruses, etc. So exposure to this could be catastrophic for some people. I hope it doesn't happen. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, is I, these are supposed to be medical professionals that are making these decisions, or at least advising the government officials who are, are developing policy here. Uh, you would have think somebody would have picked up on this. Well, and in some jurisdictions, uh, the guidelines have been coming out suggesting that cancer patients, particularly some subpopulations like patients with lung cancer and people with leukemia lymphomas, as I mentioned, should be uh, given high priority amongst the cancer populations. Not every patient uh, with cancer is at, at high risk, and then if people, in fact, have had cancer and are you know, six months or more past their treatments, not at higher risk than the general population because their immunity is probably back to normal. But people who are on treatment or people who are about to go on treatment, those are folks that really should be given a higher priority, uh, I think. So uh, we need to get that message out, um, and we need to communicate to cancer patients that getting a vaccination is, in fact, a safe thing to do. I think there's probably worry amongst many about whether they should or should not, and of course, they should have a conversation with their oncologist about it. But the key thing to say, no matter what type of vaccine you get, um, there are, none of them are going to make you sick from the virus. They're, they're all uh, pizza, pieces of a virus and, and cannot cause an illness per se. So the cancer patient doesn't need to be worried about getting it. But the message I've had from my conversations, and you mentioned um, the, the shows I've done before, and I'm now doing podcasts, Well, we're going to post a podcast on March 15th. I, I did with uh, 
Dr. Gerald Evans, who's an infectious disease expert from Queen's University and part of the Provincial Advisory Committee on COVID-19. And, and we talk about, uh, about this, about the various vaccines. His bottom line, uh, like so many, is that a cancer patient should get vaccinated. Just get it and talk to your physician about what's the best timing to get it. Absolutely. Where can they get the podcast? Well, the podcast will be on the Cancer Assistance Program's website, which is cancerassist, all one word, .ca. Or if you listen on Spotify, Google, or Apple, all those podcasts are there as well. So you'll be able to um, listen in and get some really up-to-date information about the COVID vaccine and the whole pandemic and and some speculation about where it's going to go in the future. Well, and these are questions a lot of people are still asking themselves, and and, and the more information we can get about this, uh, the, the better, certainly. And, uh, well, the shows, of course, that, that you do, Bill, have been so informative, and, and I think they deal with an awful lot of those questions. Uh, one quick one, by the way, that I wanted to, to get a response from uh, before we have to go here is uh, there was a, a concern being raised a couple of months ago uh, that a lot of cancer patients were uh, reticent to continue with treatments, uh, et cetera, because of the with the lockdown situation and the fear of, of contracting the disease and and testing positive for something like that and, and clearly uh, I mean if you're not continuing with treatments that, that can have its own set of consequences is is that situation improving to the best of my knowledge yes I think that necessary precautions have been taken in the hospitals and cancer centers across the province to make sure that they're safe for the patients and uh, safe for the staff and as you say, it's absolutely essential that people who are on cancer uh, treatments of any type need to be continuing with their treatment if that's what the best advice is from their oncologist. And uh, there's a few situations where it may be appropriate to cause some delay, but for the most part, uh, cancer patients need to continue with those things that are working best for them. Absolutely. Dr. Bill Evans uh, from the Cancer Assistance Program. Uh, Bill, always a pleasure to have you on the program. Uh, good luck with the podcast, people. Wherever you get your podcast, you can check it out and uh, get all the latest information about what's going on. Uh, stay well, doctor, and we'll uh, talk again soon, I'm sure. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Bye for now. Take care. Dr. Bill Evans from the Cancer Assistance Program. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.